0: I don't know what the hell that song was, but welcome to Panic Attack with Big John uh, on a stormy, muggy August night in Ohio. It's almost that time for elections to start ramping up, 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 up. And (laughs) that was stupid uh, of a way to say that. But anyhow... (laughs) <laughs> Find me on getter and Twitter at the real underscore big john uh I want to take a look at three Republican candidates tonight um <clears throat> who i think are should be could be are up and coming stars in the republican party uh they have I'm sure they have tough elections ahead of them uh and, and we'll get into all of that um I wanted to look at wait a second. want to look something up. I forgot to do it before I started, but uh, there was uh, the I'm trying to remember the name of the lady who ran for runs for Congress almost every time in Baltimore and she loses and it is certifiable she used to be a stripper. No, that ain't what I wanted. Darn I hate when Google like auto corrects me in a search. And let's see what we find here. I can't remember the stupid stinking name. Kimberly Clackick. That's what it was. Alright. Let me jot her down on my notes. She's um a perpetual loser of elections. Kimberly. And yeah, it there are definitely certainly pictures of her uh, in stripper attire at the club holding a big stack of dollar dollar bills and her husband is a strip club owner and so I, I, and I there's nothing wrong with that I mean you can turn your life around I have a friend who's a former exotic actually a few who uh, girls that I went to high school with thought they couldn't do anything better with their lives, so they got into exotic dancing, and uh, they all made it out alive, thank God for that. Uh, Unfortunately, the year they all turned old enough to be strippers is the year I went away to college, so all these cute girls that I liked in school but was afraid to ask out, and then I found out later they liked me. They all became exotic dancers, and I missed my big opportunity, but big opportunity to yeah, so you know what I'm saying uh, see them in the nude. let's just say it, cause we're all adults here. Um, but women you will not be seeing in the nude, good conservative Republican women, uh two Latinas and one African American woman. Uh, at least I I assume none of them have been strippers. It would have come out by now. Um, The first one and one that most interests me, I shouldn't say most interests me, but uh, the one who's probably the most well-known at this point because she was elected in a special election and she's now running for Re-election in November, uh, and her opponents running a dirty campaign against her. But this Myra Flores is Numero Uno. I would have said that whether she was Latina or not, but or maybe I'm just thinking in a Latina sense of mind. Uh, next, I uh, just found the, this lady today, Monica de la Cruz. And then uh Carla Spalding, uh she is running in Florida, uh, versus Debbie Walserman Schultz, one of the worst most liber- worst and most liberal pretty much the same thing. Uh members of Congress. All the Bernie bros should be, you know, backstabbing. Walserman Schultz and supporting or voting for Spalding but I see Spalding uh, running ads on I think it's Instagram uh, social media we'll just say for a general term Uh, she's running ads on social media asking people to donate five bucks that uh, Debbie Walserman Schultz is vulnerable this year uh, and if you know Kevin McCarthy and uh, asshole Mitch McConnell would play their cards right, a lot of Democrats could be vulnerable. Uh, Herschel Walker has had to single-handedly scrap, scrap, excuse me, his way in into contention in the Georgia Senate race because McConnell will not support any MAGA candidates. He's saying that they're a weak field of candidates. In one of my previous podcasts and videos, I played a clip of him saying those words. Why does he say they're weak candidates? Because they're not his candidates. They're not old, goofy-ass white guys from the South. That talk with a southern draw, and look like Admiral Akbar from Star Wars. Uh, I'm telling you, I will get the I will get the gosh damned DNA from Lucas Films and from the Beverly Hillbillies and prove before something freezes over, Mitch McConnell is the illegitimate son of General Akbar and Granny Clampett. Mark my words. Now, Myra Flores has an op-ed in The Hill, or On The Hill. Thehill.com has an article by Myra Flores about Myra Flores. an immigrant's journey to the United States is one that countless generations have done before me and countless will do after me. My journey from Burgos, Tama Lupus, Mexico, to the cotton fields of South Texas was not a journey that was long in distance, but a journey that marked the beginning of a new life for me and my family. She was born in Mexico, immigrated legally, became an American citizen, became a, a wife and a mother, and ran for Congress because she feels the Democrat Party is counting on the votes of Latinas or Latinos Spanish Americans, Spanish people. And she feels that they have been forgotten, left out. Um, the Demo- the filthy Democrats, I have this from inside, people in the Democrat Party that work in volunteer uh, in planning sessions that were our friends of mine and we went to college together. The Democrats just count on... The black vote. Black people are just going to vote for us. We'll hand them a bill of goods, tell them a bunch. Of, this is from a, a Democrat insider friend of mine. We'll just tell the, the blacks what we want them to hear, and then they'll vote for us, and then we can forget them till the next election. The Democrat Party from the same friend of mine, friends, uh, I should say, have mentioned that the Democrat Party is now or for the last 20 years has been looking at the increasing Latin population in America, the increasing Spanish population, and saying those are our next blacks. Those are the next group of voters that we will be able to depend on for their vote because all people of color believe our bullshit. Well, now... A lot of Latinos, a lot of Spanish-Americans. And I can trace this back to the 1990s and the Clintons. They do not identify with the values of the Democrat party, but they've been fed the lie, oh, the Democrats care about people with brown skin more than the Republicans. And now we're starting to see, no, Spanish voters, Spanish American voters, because I want to encompass Cubans, Mexicans, Puerto Ricans, all voters of Spaniard descent, okay? Spanish voters are saying, wait a second, I don't believe in killing a baby just because it's in its mother's womb and it's eight months along. They they say, I, I believe in God. The Democrats don't. I believe in family values. The Democrats don't. So they're they're waking up. Let's read a little bit from... A little more from Myra's article. Congresswoman Flores. I don't know her personally, so... Uh, She says, when I was six, my father told us we would be moving to El Otro Lada with the promise that we would have a better life. It's spelled L-E-O-T-O-T-R-O-L-A-D-O. El Otro Lado. With the promise that we would have a better life, this idea is a driving force that has shaped the country we live in today and one that is especially tangible in South Texas where generations of people decided decided to leave their homes and settle in the southernmost part of the Lone Star State. This is, she's of course campaigning in Texas, so she's very Texas centric in her words. And most Texans are. They really feel like they're, they're like their own country. Um, in South Texas, this mix of cultures is what makes our region so unique. Folks hold on to their Hispanic roots through their food, music, and language. And that's true. I, my dude, you. I just ate taco how just cuz I was hungry and I need to get my blood sugar back up. But I you you have not eaten even eaten Spanish food or Mexican food unless it's cooked by an actual Mexican. Even some of the Mexican restaurants that are owned by Mexicans, they dull the food down a little to uh, Make it more American, make it to our taste. Because Americans aren't really into spices and things like that. But when you're around, when Mexican Americans in Texas are around other Mexican Americans, you can be standing there. And if you're not a part of their conversation, they're speaking Spanish to each other. You know, and, and that's fine. It's, that's cool. And Mexican music is. The bomb, Spanish music is the bomb. It's got a good beat and you can dance to it. I used to love dancing with the Mexican girls down in Texas when I was visiting my family down in that part of the country. Um, So folks hold on to their Hispanic roots through their their food, music, and language, yet also fully embrace and respect the culture and values of the country they now call home. That's very, very important. You have Latinos, Latinas, like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, that want to denounce the United States culture, the American patriotism, and say, no, 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 we have to only embrace our own culture. Well, most. Spanish Americans don't feel that way. They want to be their own culture in their homes, and their neighborhoods, when they're speaking to their friends. But they also want to be part of America. And there's no sense in other Latinos holding them back from that. And there's certainly no sense in whites holding them back from that. And we are not. The ones holding them back are the white liberals... The goody-goody were better than you, white liberals, and liberal <clears throat> members of their own race and culture, like AOC. She goes on to say, "Here, everyone strives to reach to, to reach the coveted American dream." And let me tell you something: This Myra Flores is living the American dream, being born outside of the United States. Representing her people, which include blacks, whites, mostly Hispanics in the Rio Grande Valley, that south border of Texas. But all people. She's representing all the people of that district. Not just Latinas. Or Latinos or Spaniards. My pap used to always say Spaniards. Spaniards. My grandpap, she's Mexican. <laughs> the girl I was like in love with and was gonna run away to Texas to marry. Like pap, she's Mexican. Quit saying Spaniard. This ain't eighteen fifty. Jeez. So uh, this other young lady, uh, Monica De La Cruz. Let's look at her a little bit. Uh, Republican Party. This is from Ballotpedia.com, by the way or Ballotpedia.org. Links on my Twitter and getter at the real underscore Big John. Uh, she is running for U.S. House of Representatives, Texas 15th District. She is on the ballot in the general election. Okay. Yep. Find my cursor. Move down here. De La Cruz uh, earned an undergraduate degree at Texas San Antonio. the University of Texas branch campus at San Antonio. She attended a Spanish language studies program at La Universidad Nacional Autónoma de Mexico. Her professional experience includes working as an insurance agent. So good background education bachelor's degree from University of Texas uh her religion at episcopalian which is not really I'm not real strong on her beliefs but most Mexican American uh people are catholic so it's a little I think episcopalian's like one of the breakoffs of Catholicism, but uh, uh, who cares? Oh. She is running against Michelle Vallejo, another Latina, and Ross Lynn Leon, the Libertarian Party. So, the Libertarian candidate might hurt her some, but, and she's also running against another uh, Spanish American. What's this little thing here mean? So, all right, let's just jump over to MonicaForCongress.us, is her official website. Um, under the Meet Monica tab. Let's go here. Monica de la Cruz comes from humble beginnings. Her grandmother immigrated to the United States as a child to flee political injustice in Mexico. Monica's grandfather was a first-generation American and proudly served in the United States Navy in World War II. Monica or pardon me, Monica's mother, Norma, single-handedly raised her and her brother in Brownsville, Texas. Growing up, Monica's family built strong, Monica's family built strong foundations of perseverance, respect, and courage that motivated Monica to be involved in the community at James Pace High School and as an altar server at St. Mary's Catholic Church. Living on the border and attending public high school, Monica saw firsthand the effects of the broken immigration system and it failed government policies. So here's a Latina woman running for Congress that says our immigration system is broken. Brownsville is right on the border. Uh, Of Texas and Mexico. And every day she probably sees the cartels smuggling people, smuggling drugs, and all of that into the United States. Her grandfather wanted to defend this country that he immigrated to. Because he knew the, the horrors of socialism and the things that the Imperial Japanese... And the Nazi Germans were four. And he knows that the, uh, the United States stands for freedom, independence, entrepreneurship, all those values. Spanish people get it. And they don't have to be overwhelmingly Republican as a group. Nobody, no group, race, gender, sexual orientation should overwhelmingly vote for one party or the other because no party represents everything you believe in. But these women represent a, a broad belief in the American system and the American way of life. That's the point here. They appreciate the freedoms that the United States gives them. They, they've seen and they've heard from their families, passed down through generations. Myra Flores, well, I can't say she lived it because she came here when she was still pretty much a baby or maybe a toddler, but her family, her mom and dad, had first-hand knowledge of what it was like under the corrupt Mexican government. Uh, and Not even gonna go there, but she knows the value and the beauty of American freedom and wants to protect it. The same thing with Monica de la Cruz. Her grandmother probably told her why she fled Mexico, the political upheaval the corruption of the federales, the corruption of local and federal government officials. They have such a hard time getting the drug cartels under control because there's so much corruption. If you're, let's say you're like an undercover police officer working to infiltrate the cartels, The policeman that you're reporting to, the supervisor, might be on the payroll of the cartel. So when you go in there to make your next uh, drug buy or to make your arrest, the cartel knows you're a cop and they torture you to death. There's a place where they were beheading police officers and putting their heads on stakes around the town to send a message. I don't know when I heard that story. It's been a long time ago. But, I mean, that's what the drug cartels right on the southern United States border do. And these women that live in that area want to protect their families and their friends from these ultra-liberal Democrats. Uh, immigration policies of just let whoever wants to cross the border cross the border tons and tons of fentanyl and drugs coming across the border dozens of people that are on the terrorist watch list have been caught dozens of felons and these are the ones that got caught, how many did not but this is what Monica De La Cruz and Myra Flores are fighting for They're fighting for Americana, the American way that I used to talk about all the time on here. The freedom, the ability to, you have your culture when you're in your neighborhood, when you're with your friends, when you're eating with your family, and then you uh, assimilate to American culture and American values, and we blend together. America is so broad and so beautiful. We have so many cultures and I love them all. I love, I grew up around a lot of Blacks and Italian Americans. I I loved going to my friends' houses and getting real Italian food. Spaghetti sauce, home made from fresh tomatoes, recipes, ingredients that somebody's grandma gave to their mom who uh, gave to their mom that gave to their parents and it's beautiful pizza my, my favorite food in the world you haven't eaten pizza unless you've eaten pizza cooked by real italians from a family recipe the sauce the types of cheese the sauce made with four or five different types of tomatoes blended together to make a a sweet taste or a zesty taste uh, or uh, it's just ridiculous and that's what uh, when Myra Flores talked about we keep our culture through our food and our language and our music (coughs) that's what they're talking about Uh, I'm not old enough to know many Italians that still speak Italian other than a few slang words that they use. But, you know, they have different words. Like a f- one friend of mine, he's older, he's my friend's dad. And he's my, f- Mickey's my friend too. But every year at Christmas, there was a sign in his yard that said Bon Natalie Which is an Italian cre- uh, Christmas greeting. I'd say it's their version of Merry Christmas, but not exactly. Uh but you know, that's the kind of thing I like to see in America. All these different cultures, you know. The Italian flag hanging next to the American flag outside of Italian people's homes. You know, they love both cultures. Uh I don't really have time to go into Carlos Spalding, but She's somebody that's worth checking out. Uh, she's another American immigrant, beautiful lady. Uh Carla Spaulding, who please God beat Debbie Walserman Schultz. She was born in Kingston, Jamaica, served in the United States Navy from nineteen eighty six to ninety one. Received a master's degree from the University of Phoenix in 2013. Her professional experience uh, includes being a registered nurse and professor of nursing. Spalding has been affiliated with the Salvation Army and Broward GOP. Uh, Broward is a county in Florida. So um, I'm hoping she's not another Kimberly classic. Which, it doesn't sound like she is. Um, She's an immigrant. Look at this. Two first-generation immigrants and one second or third-generation American running as Republicans because they see that the Republican Party has abandoned, or pardon me, the Democrat Party has abandoned them as a group, and is just depending on their vote because of the color of their skin, and they see that the Democrat Party does not line up with what they value as people. Look, this is beautiful. This is what America is all about. This is Americana. This is the American way. Come to America. Whether you're, you know, it was your grandmother and grandfather that immigrated here, you and your parents immigrated here legally, you immigrate here legally. This Spalding lady, she defended our country. She She's a nurse, she's serving her community as a nurse. She, she was a frontline worker during the pandemic, I'll bet. And now she wants to make a difference for the United States of America, not for herself, not for one group of people, not for an ideology, but for America and for the people of her district. And she want these all three of these women want safety. They want American energy independence. They want a strong border. Why? Because they had to come in legally and pay all the dues that takes to immigrate to the United States legally. Okay, De La Cruz, it was her grandmother who came here legally and scrapped and became an American citizen. Uh, but, man... You know, here we are. These women... A, last time, more... I think the Republican Party elected more women than they ever had before. I know they elected more women than they ever have before. Under the evil, grab them by the coochie donald trumps leadership That was a bunch of bullshit. Uh, but here you go. you got these great women that want to fight for the American way, fight for the American people, legal immigration... Safety in the neighborhoods, lower energy costs, lower taxation, lower inflation, totally against everything the Democrats are for. The Democrats are against their values as family values go. And these women are taking up the cause and they're Republicans and they're people of color. Although they probably wouldn't want to be identified that way. But I'm mocking the Democrats in saying people of color. They just want to be identified as Americans. Isn't that a beautiful thing? That's what makes me love being an American. When my family came here years ago, who I don't even know when. They wanted to be Americans, they wanted the prosperity, the freedom to work wherever they wanted to work, do what they could do to get ahead in life. Your ancestors probably came here legally through Ellis Island or some legal port of entry and wanted to be a part of this beautiful thing called America. Where the streets are paved with gold, wink, wink. We know they're not, but it's as close as you'll ever see in any country. So, alright, I gotta wrap this up. You've probably lost interest by now anyway. God bless you. Please pray for each other. Until next time on Panic Attack with Big John, I'll see you later. Alright, let's go into overtime here. That little jam we've been listening to is uh, from, (laughs) this is crazy, the 25th anniversary concert of South Park. I cannot believe that show has been on the air for 25 years. I didn't even know what it was until I went to Kent State in 1998. <laughs> I don't think I'd heard of it. And I noticed everybody at Kent State overused the word sweet, sweet. Like I held a door for a guy, we were moving, it was like moving in day. And I was up at my buddy's dorm. Uh, we we tried to be roommates, but it, I was a true freshman at 22 years old and got stuck out in the little kid freshman dorms the furthest from campus or the furthest part of campus. But anyways, I held a door for a guy who was trying to carry something in and was trying to, like, open the door with his foot. And he was like, Shwe I'm like, dude, people say that word a lot around here. And he's like, my buddy's like, oh, yeah, South Park. I'm like, what's South Park? He's like, you've never seen that cartoon? I'm like, no, dude, I don't watch cartoons. And he's like, no, it's a cartoon for people our age. And I watched it off and on. I watched it steadily for a few years. Uh, and then I got away from it. And then I've been into it again because I've missed, like, 10 or 15 years of it. So I have a lot of catching up to do, I guess, but the same two guys still do all the voices for the characters, or at least the majority of them. I think the same two guys still do all the voices. Uh, it has political undertones when they they need they want to. Current events. It's just a, a it's a funny, silly, stupid show. And 25 years later it's still great though and it's, it was the first uh, internet meme if you will they sent this cartoon video to their friends when they were in their teens or early 20's and it was the first viral thing on the internet in like 97 or 98 and maybe even before that But I think it was like 97 or 98. And then Comedy Central was just starting. They needed shows. So they gave these two guys their own show. And 25 years later, they're having a South Park concert. Celebrating the 25th anniversary of the show. (laughs) The first airing of South Park in... uh, Pardon me. The first airing of South Park on Comedy Central, and their YouTube channel only has like 1.5 million subscribers. I thought that was a little low. I thought it'd be in the tens or hundreds of millions. Uh, the video that I was watching, that song, has uh, almost half a million views. It was published on August 20 or August 16th, uh, and I think their 25th anniversary concert was August 13th or 14th, the exact day of the first uh, episode of South Park on Comedy Central. It's just crazy. This stupid little cartoon that was a viral email, not social media, not on an app, email that went around the world and was seen by... <laughs> millions of people, after these guys sent it to their friends, that was supposed to be a one-off cartoon email that they did, it has become this big show that people talk about uh, to this day. And I mean, people in their thirties and forties, like, did you see that episode of South Park last night? It's fucking hilarious that this is this silly little cartoon. That was sent out in an email. When email was still new. Email was still the wave of the future. (laughs) Is like one of the longest lasting television shows in television history. Alright. Final sign off. Just had to throw that little South Park bit in there. God bless y'all. Pray for each other. See you next time on Panic Attack with Big John. Play us out South Park people, whoever the hell you are. Still don't know the names of the two guys.